3: Good evening and welcome to Newsnight in the next 60 minutes.
4: From today, any patient Kolebu dialysis, Kolebu is going to accumulate a debt of another 380 per session, per Mm. patient. They need about 961,000 Ghana CDs a month to sustain the dialysis at the current rate. So if we haven't answered this question, what it means is that they are going to run out of consumables,
3: Less than 24 hours after the announcement of its reopening, the renal Dialysis Unit of the Kolebu Teaching Hospital faces another imminent closure as members of the Health Committee in Parliament raises questions about key contractual decisions taken by the hospital
5: the went and signed an agreement where the dialysis was offered by a manufacturer. And because of that, that consumable that they are buying from this particular supplier is excessively more expensive. The committee demanded that they give us a copy of the contract up to date. Why is government sitting down and allowing individual facilities to be able to sign such contract with that government involvement?
3: Already, the unit is accumulating 380 CD debt on every patient undergoing dialysis treatment at the facility. But will Parliament consider an increment in dialysis fees?
5: What is it making it possible for a private facility to run the services at 500 Ghana cities? Kuala is telling the whole Ghana that the biggest hospital that we have in our country, they need about 900 ghana to run. What is it? We need to look at it so that we just don't jump and say that, oh, provide fund, provide fund. We need to be mindful about waste in the use of resources.
3: Also, tonight, aggrieved residents of Adar Toflopo give government a two week ultimatum to address salt mining dispute with Electrochem.
6: We are giving the president and the government, we gave them two good weeks, 14 days that our brother that have been killed, they should prove it. And we want Electrochem Ghana Limited to only remain as song of salt.
3: We'll get to hear from family of the man shot dead in the dispute demanding justice for him.
7: <laughs> <laughs> we couldn't even have the last bread with our brother. The bangu that I was preparing with uh, uh, sito, uh, fresh, fresh pepper, is it, still there. We couldn't even have the last the last food with our brother.
3: Also, tonight, courts in Upper West Region forced to adjourn the trial of indictable offenses as jurors refused to return to the court of unpaid allowances that in our ears for two years.
8: All cases that we try on indictment, that's first-degree felony, murder, with and uh, use of uh, offensive weapons. Unfortunately, we cannot try because the, ju- the jurors are on strike.
3: We'll get to hear from the jurors who are alleging a deliberate plot not to pay them.
9: In business, some oil markets and firms have started reviewing prices even ahead of the middle of the expense adjustment.
10: And this was we hear from head coach of Kumasiya Santikotoko who is accusing senior players of playing politics in order to end playing time.
3: We have details of that and more here on News Night. Do you all to join us with your thoughts and comments via WhatsApp 55 Also live on affiliates Across the Country. We're on x Spaces, we're on Facebook, myjoyonline.com. I am MFA Apo.
11: And my name is Evans Mensah. We start tonight uh, looking at the uh, story that uh, has been engaging all of us for weeks now, mm-hmm. and less than 24 hours after the announcement of its reopening, the renal dialysis unit of the Kolibu Teaching Hospital faces an imminent close due to a plethora of unresolved issues joining check suggested reynolds center at uh, the Teaching hospital is accumulating 380 cities debt on every patient undergoing dialysis treatment at the facility.
3: Well, this, according to managers of the facility, could result in the shutting down of the facility again if immediate steps are not taken, including government providing 900,000 cities monthly subsidy, or the hospital is allowed to charge each patient a treatment cost of 780 cities. Well, that's not all. Tonight, member of the Health Committee, Mutaka Mubarak, is also raising questions about key operations of the unit, including a contractual agreement between Kolebu and a private entity. We'll get to hear from the MP himself shortly. But first, listen to a former general secretary of the Ghana Medical Association, now a senior lecturer at the University of Ghana Medical School, Dr. Titus Bayo, who is worried that the unit will not be able to serve patients in need of kidney care if steps are not taken to address the funding problem.
4: That if we don't ask the right question and get the right answer, the opening that Kulebu has declared open now, it's only going to take us to a state where we are worse off than where we began. Hmm. What do I mean by worse off? We are going to get to a place where one, even those who have money cannot get the dialysis because if they use up all their consumables because hmm. they've been forced to use them. Hmm. And my information is that from today, any patient callable dialysis Every single patient that pays the old fee of 380, Kolebu is going to accumulate a debt of another 380 per session, per mm. patient. So the, the debt has started accumulating again. Immediately. immediately. The CEO mentioned to us that they need about 961,000 Ghana CDs a month to sustain the dialysis at the current rate. This is where that debt comes from. So if we haven't answered this question, what it means is that they are going to run out of consumables they are not going to get consumables and now my patient, a pregnant woman who is not having any chronic hypertension whose only sin she has committed is being pregnant trying to bring another human being into this world and develop a complication like eclampsia or preeclampsia with acute kidney injury who is potentially curable these people are not going to even get the dialysis so that is how we should see the problem and then ask the hard questions how do we get ourselves out of here and you notice the, the the difficulty which Kolebu had to open. The instruction had been given, we have asked Kolibu to open and for quite some time, hmm. Kolibu couldn't open simply because the day there, it's not there.
3: Mm-hmm. Now, you can listen to a leading member of the health committee, Mutaka Mubarak, raising questions about a contractual agreement between the Kolibu teaching hospital and a private entity. It's
5: a problem that we look at very you see, with the 380 is uh, charge approved, that is currently in operation. Component is operating. You have uh, the Catholic Hospital in uh, the, uh, no, the even charging 350. What we should also be asking yes, I agree, we need to get the dialysis center for the book, open as soon as possible for it to pass. How did it uh, How did we come that the could not operate? The committee when we took the initiative with our leadership in the committee, we realized that when the went and signed an agreement where the dialysis machine was offered by a manufacturer who signed a contract with them that they will be the only people who provide the consumables to them. And because of that, that consumable that they are buying from this particular supplier is excessively more expensive than when you are buying it from the open market. The committee demanded that they give us a copy of the contract up-to-date. Qualable is not. The question is, why is government sitting down and allowing individual facilities to be able to sign such contract without government involvement? So government should know that as government, we must have, we must have a system where no individual facility can go ahead and sign something like this without the Ministry of Health or government knowledge. Because that's what is in the program in the in parliament The danger with everyone who is calling, oh, government, just give money, government, give money. Yes, government can give money. Then the cardio center will come up. Then you have all the you know, maternity blocks. Then the children's blocks. Then you don't solve a problem like that. In our view, as a committee, yes, when they bring their peace and charity, it's not before parliament. Are of course taking us at this morning before. We need to interrogate whichever contract that Colebo has signed must be brought to you and we must mm. look at the data. But we are not interested in pumping public resources abusively. Where people may be sitting there and they will not be using the resources right. Yes, we may agree that over the period since the last piece and charges Because of the dollarization of our system, we are buying uh, consumables from abroad and what have you. Things might have changed but it may not necessarily be the amount of money that Kolebu is demanding. If there's work, we need to look at it.
3: So, the woes of Kolebu Teaching Hospital Assistance now, from where you sit, is self-inflicted. As a committee, are you going to recommend at your level for a review of this particular contract, such that we will not need adjustment of the proposed incremental fees amongst others? As
5: if we bring the contract, because we said that they should let us see the contract. I would not want to be uh, judgmental, even without looking at the contract, Contact, you assume that it is self-inflicted and it's abusive. We need to look at that. My worry is, why is it taking them so long to get the, a copy of that contract to uh, the pharmacy? What is it that is making Kuala, Kuala, uh, Kuala be able to run? What is it that, that is making the, uh, the, the Kandlin Hospital in, uh, uh, what do you call it, Rekumk, uh, run? If you go to Kumasi, you have five facilities, uh, four private facilities what is it making it possible for a private facility to run the services at 500 ghana cities okay why, why, why are they able to run it at 500 ghana cities is telling the whole ghana that the biggest hospital that we have in our country they need about 900 ghana City to run what is it we need to look at it so that we just don't jump and say that oh provide fund provide fun we need to be mindful about waste in the use of resources okay. but i don't want to jump the gun to say that they are wasting resources they should bring the contract for us to look at it let's look at it in red detail before we can talk about increasing the fees yes there may be the need to increase the fee but what percentage
11: you also shared these views on the options on the table which includes migrating the renal patients onto the national health insurance scheme yesterday we heard from the health ministry that the president had directed that mm-hmm. that should be implemented down the line how do we solve this in holistically?
5: So are suggesting that Oh, let's put it on the health insurance fund. Believe me, the health insurance fund is exhausted. It is currently standing on one leg. Anytime you get the formula, just take your time and look at an area where we say support to the minister of Health. There are over 30 line items from vaccinations, Nick Vernon, the College of the system, and etc. Oh, my. All right, ambulance. Everything is being hit on the health insurance fund. Yet the government has also copied the fund. So the fund itself is... You know, that's right. If you joke, what you are simply going to do is that you put it there and you still not repay. What we should do is that which is in the law for the health insurance, every in time, everywhere in the world where systems run very well, we will all choose to pay premium differently. So those who can have, can pay a certain premium of the health insurance. That may help them get this thing as part of their cover. Mm -hmm. Others may not, like the indigenous, the aged, the children, and the Mm 18. Then we think about what to do with the poor. Mm -hmm.
3: Well, so that's uh, Mutaka Mubarake, the member of the Health Committee of Parliament. Well, we can hear from the chief executive of the National Health Insurance Authority, Dr. Bernardo Koboy, who says a 5 member committee has been taxed to advise on the long-term solution.
12: When the board, National Insurance, our board met the last time, a five-member committee was set up, or has been set up, to come to come and tell us whether the actual studies will sustain funding for inner disease or not. But not to end there, but to come with recommendations on how to take away this out-of-pocket scenario, which brings serious burden and takes away assets. We can, as a country, I can tell you boldly, if we are committed to, we can pay totally for kidney care. There are three things we can do. First of all, Politically, we've been going back and forth on funding to national insurance. Kenya even pays for kidney transplant. The reason is very simple. Simple. 90 to 95% of their funds is directly with them. Number two, we can put some levy, what we they is referred to elsewhere as thin syntax, on some one or two products which are normally not consumed by the ordinary person, but by people in a particular class. And the inflows from that fund. Can go from that level. can go into a fund, not necessarily with national health insurance. It can be the chronic disease fund or the peripheral disease fund, which would go to the departments that take care of kidney care and other conditions like cardio diseases. So that instead of the 700 that is being looked at, you can be paying 200 because 500 has been paid for from this fund. Thirdly, we as a country can come together quickly to take away either all the taxes on any item that goes into kidney care. We can look at two or three consumables, which can, which affect the price. And the state can procure it directly from central
3: So that's the the National Health Insurance Authority CEO there, Dr. Bernardo Koboy. Well, you heard Mutaka compare what happens elsewhere in terms of other facilities aside from um, Kolibu Teaching Hospital. We've been interacting with the medical director of Kwanta Regional Hospital, Dr. Joseph Kojotambil. He walks us through how the dialysis unit at his facility operates.
13: As a matter of fact, we we run a loss per session uh, of not less than 150 cities. My nursing charge has told you that we take 500 Cedis per uh, session. Um, We when we compute all the inputs, um, in fact, minus things like um, uh, cleaning, disinfection, and even the human resource, but utilities and all that. That is minus all that. Just the inputs we're losing 150 cities and what that means is that we have to take resources from other places to subsidize the dialysis and you know that that's unsustainable you see and the reason why we uh, we can't stop is just what the nurse has told you about we people need this service to live and um, the, the, the moral burden is upon us uh, as um, health professionals to ensure that
0: these people live. live. And so even though we are running... If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3%
1: match requires goal for one year. From first match, must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers, subject to additional terms and conditions. Robin Hood Financial LLC, member SIPC.
13: At a loss, we still provide the services just to ensure that we can can keep people alive. Um, And it, it would interest you to know that all that we're seeing here was done by hospital management without support from any quarters. We did all this this through our IGF. Unlike other places where they had support from maybe some NGOs, from government um, or from from, from other entities, we did it wholly from our IGF. And it's just because of the value that we place on this service. Uh, And so we would appreciate it if um, we had support from anywhere to keep the services uh, going.
3: So that's the Dr. Joseph Kojo-Tambil, he's the medical director at Fiyankwanta Regional Hospital.
11: You're still listening to Newsnight is on Joy 99.7 FM. Let's go to Parliament now, where the Electoral Commission has submitted a request to the House to withdraw the constitutional instrument it caused earlier to be laid uh, last week. Now that CI seeks to create a new Grand constituency for the uh, Seoul areas. Who currently do not have representation in the 8th Parliament. According to the majority leader, also HMN Savonso, the EC's request is due to the uh, fear that the CI may not mature in time, thereby causing a delay to the upcoming district level election.
14: They submitted a request to withdraw it. And um, the very day of reconvening, um, they have submitted it for presentation, and concurrent with it, they had submitted another one for its withdrawal my own position was that um, if they had spoken to me earlier um, the second request would not have been necessary because if there's nothing before us at the time you cannot put something or nothing Um, so the request to withdraw something that had not been laid was not not even necessary however the speaker's attitude was that um, people has misconstrued what was happening in parliament they thought that instrument had come to Parliament and the Parliament was sitting on it, the creation of better um, that, that constituency. So the Speaker took the attitude that we should um, have it presented to Parliament and they could come later to withdraw it. Um, so we submitted the withdrawal and we had agreed to withdraw it um, even in my absence or to withdraw it whenever I came to Parliament because the previous week I had excused myself. And the reason for the withdrawal was simple: that um, if you created it, the constituency, you then needed to hold the DLA, the district level elections, to conform to the creation of the constituency. However, there was not going to be any any uh, constituency at that time, and then of course it was also going to delay the conduct of the district level elections, because the moment that's set in, it would then cause them to hold on the conduct of the district level elections in that constituency, if you like, the new district to be created. So that was the reason why they had submitted the, um, the the case for the withdrawal.
11: Well for the minority leader, Dr. Casatoto so, force in the EC should simply keep the ci in Parliament, but uh, of course what that would mean is if that delays, people in Guan constituency would not vote in district level elections. You can
15: actually hold the district level election for Guan constituency after you have actually uh, gone through the processes of electing assembly members for the other constituencies. So on that basis, um, the Electoral Commission has no grounds to withdraw the uh, CI. And um, let me put it this way: between the legislators, uh, legislation committee members and the Electoral Commission, there has been an agreement that the CI will no longer be withdrawn, because if the basis for the withdrawal has to do with the conduct of the district level election alone then another date can be set for them two or three weeks after. And if it will mean that Parliament will have to sit some extra days, then we may have to have that conversation. So between us as leaders, we are having that conversation. That is why I asked him as soon as I sat down as to whether he has had an engagement with industry, uh, the Electoral Commissioner. And I hope this matter as to whether they will withdraw it or not will be resolved peacefully, I mean today, tomorrow, so that the people of Sao will have their own constituency.
11: that's a uh, minority leader there in the house and this really has to do with people's rights to vote the last time as you recall in 2020 uh, they were not able to vote in the uh, parliamentary elections now there's a district level elections also pending uh, and and that obviously is an issue for some of the Members of Parliament uh, in in that uh, in that part of the country. Uh, I want to bring in Kofi Adams, who is a member of Parliament for Boehm He joins us on the telephone line right now. He has concerns about uh, what he hears. He hears tonight from the both the majority and the minority leaders. Uh, thank you, Ms. Adams, for your time here on Newsnight. Uh, so you, this is an area that uh, you're very familiar with. Of course, you are. You, your area is just in that same vicinity. You've heard the two leaders in the House express their views on this matter why do you stand on that
16: well thank you and good evening to your listeners i think the leadership uh, got it a bit mixed up uh, it is true that the electoral commission had expressed interest in withdrawing the two cis that were laid on the uh, 31st of october when parliament resumed from races. But at yesterday's subsidiary legislation engagement with the electoral Commission, who were represented by the two vice chair of the commission and a legal person, we all came to an agreement that the CIs must go through and mature. If we don't sit on Mondays and possibly maybe another Saturday, the CI will mature on the 5th of December. But after the presentation of the budget, it is very likely that Mondays it is will be added. If we have two Monday cities, CI will mature by 1st of December. And it is possible for Electoral Commission to conduct the district-level elections in both Jarsicam and Guam on the 19th of December, just as other electoral areas in the remaining districts will be having their elections. So this agreement we reached yesterday. And the CI that have been laid doesn't affect only Guam or Sal as it's called by some persons. It affects both Guam and Jassican Municipal because the electoral areas under the Guam district were originally placed under Jassican. So this CI that was laid on the 31st seeks to officially remove those electoral areas from Jarsikan Municipal and place them appropriately under. The, the Guam uh, uh, trick. And also, some electoral areas under JASICA municipal have had their names uh, reviewed. And so that would also have to mature for elections to be conducted in the JASICA municipal. So it affects two JASICA and that of Guam. We have reached agreement that it is very possible c i will mature earlier than 5 december nominations shall be open platforms will be organized for the uh, electoral areas in these two districts and the election could be conducted on the 19th if not so latest by 23rd of december elections will be done in the
11: but there's a sense by among the electoral commission officials that they're not that confident that this will actually mature before that and they don't want that then to hold up the the entire process
16: well that The reason they wanted to withdraw earlier was that they thought even if they withdrew, the areas could participate in the elections without the CI. But even if you withdraw the CIs, they will still not be able to participate in the elections. What about the
11: suggestion that then just reschedule that that area so that they they, they participate in the process at a later date?
16: That was discussed. That was discussed. But at the end of the engagement, we came to a conclusion that. Calculating the dates, it was very possible to have the elections on the 19th of December.
11: Well, I guess uh, we'll have to wait to see how this plays out. And this is very important for the people of the of the South area there and, and the Guan area. And so if you are one of those and, and you reside in that area, please let me hear from you tonight. Uh, you could not vote in the 2020 parliamentary election. There's a, there's a likelihood tonight that you may not also vote in the... Okay. In the in the district level elections also. Uh, so let me hear from you. 551111997 one 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 nine nine seven.
3: Let's head to the Ada West District Toflopo, to be precise. And uh, they've issued a two-week ultimatum to the government to address their grievances with salt mining company Electrochem Ghana Limited. The residents want government to take action against the management for shooting incidents that claimed the lives of two persons in the area. Well, tensions we know escalated on Monday when that dispute over session boundaries led to a clash between salt miners and some employees of Electrochem. The conflict resulted in the unfortunate death of the 47-year-old Kolete Womeno. Fear has gripped the community following that tragic incident with residents demanding an urgent government intervention within 14 days. Carlos Kaloni engaged some of the residents.
6: Three days today, our brother has died. We does not heard anything from anybody. Just that the command came and the Away, Then we don't have anything
17: else. How is the security situation in we speak? no
6: security. We don't have enough There is no policeman in the community. We are in fear. So we, we, we become
7: watchdog for our, our own. <laughs> severely assaulted in the He has the, crash. the, 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 the world world all over. He's now unable to work because of his, because of his of no and, and so the
17: So these are the concerns of residents of Toflopo here in the Adan West District. They are asking the government to intervene on the matter and ask electrochem to work within its
18: concession so they, the resident, can also have access to where they work, their livelihood to take care of their kids.
11: Well, we've also heard tonight from the family of the deceased 47-year-old uh, woman, no? and of course, they're asking for a suite of investigations into this family spokesperson, uh, Foster and Mamli uh, spoke to us.
7: Last Monday, we were home. When we heard that letter come, they came and attacked our workers. I was with my brother. I was even preparing something for us to eat. And my brother said, oh, what is happening we need a defense so he was just going through he was going through from Salome to Lolonya and he here on his way going he wanted to see what is happening in fact my brother don't have even a, 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 a part of a portion of the song to do the work he is a farmer, a complete farmer. He even do farming during dry season. He was just passing. He is not part of those people who are working over there. And before we heard the news, they shot our brother, and he was lying in a cold blood, left behind three children, with a mother and a father. They are old, very old. Above 80 years and we are the sister, the family, this is the family, I am a sister, who is going to take care of us? <laughs> we couldn't even have the last bread with our brother. The I the was preparing with uh, uh, shito, shito uh, fresh, fresh pepper, it is still there. We couldn't even have the last, the last food with our brother.
3: Let me take you live to the community and join my colleague Carlos Caloni. Well, Carlos, apart from the deceased, we understand others also suffered some injuries. How many of such persons did you engage and what are their conditions, you say?
18: Oh, MFR, I actually interacted with four of such victims uh, who are currently nursing the cutlass and gunshot wounds they sustained in that particular class that happened on Monday. Some of them cannot even walk and according to one of them since Monday uh, he's been sleeping in his bed and he cannot make any movement at all and being uh, treated for by the wife.
3: Well you've also been speaking uh, to the PR of the Adasongo Lagoon Asla Ibrahim Ahuma Tete. What's he been telling you?
18: So they uh, want the government to investigate and come out with those who actually uh, carried out this killing and they also want the uh, management of the electrochem to keep their operations at where they are supposed to be according to the P.R.O.
6: We are giving the president and the government, we gave them two good weeks, 14 days, that our brother that have been killed. They should prove it and let us see the killers. Those who kill our brother, we must we want to know them. We want to know those who kill our brother, Colete. And we want let your Camp Ghana Limited to so only remain as sort. aside that, aside that, whatever he would do, we are not going to agree. Because that body, that body.
0: Tax day is coming. Oh no.
1: As our brother Kolete,
6: Kolete, Kolete, as our brother, as our brother Kolete is dead and gone and is at the mortuary as we are speaking, nobody has carried food from our home to him at the mortuary. As we are living, we have to survive, we have to eat, and our only survivor is the song Lagoon. Yes. So we are saying that from two weeks, two weeks exactly. If the president and the government, they were not able to do anything to solve this situation, then it would be that all of us in along the Songa Lagoon, when they whip us, all of us off by killing with guns and whatever, the Lagoon will be free for them to take over. Because we are not going to agree.
11: Well, strong views there on the ground. Uh, we've heard also already from Electrochem. Uh, we can listen to the operations manager uh, there at Electrochem and Asiaga who is emphatic. Uh, this death is not because they are not at fault for this. It's not their security agents who uh, carried out the killing.
19: So what happened yesterday was uh, we went to the normal duties and then the, where we were supposed to work. Some people have made police over there. And those tapolis are supposed to be removed so that we can we can we can continue working. In the time of removing the tapolis, then the some community people came there in their numbers and then the of course have a, different verbal talks with the with the security system, start throwing stones and things. So that is what happened. But I think there's a land guard among electricians or electricians have engaged land guards. We don't use land guards as electricians. We have certified security personnel, which, if you want it, you can call them our electrician task force. With the police, it is only the police that has a weapon, and the police have not even given one shot over there, as even a warning shot. No. So it is surprising that. Uh whatever happened is that can have shot somebody dead. Yes, we saw a dead body uh, confirming the person is dead. But our men continue to say they have not fired one single gun.
11: And that there is operations manager at Electrochem, Nennes
3: well, we we'll take it's time for business um, here on mm-hmm. Newsnight. And George Riafe. So, what's yeah. the name? Is it
13: Toflopo what? Toflopo. That's Ivan's favorite uh, uh, hideout dedication. Just yeah. like uh, uh, how... Uh, what do you call it? Yeah, in the U.S., beach. you know... the <laughs> Cam David, David is, yeah. So when Ivan's uh, hideout is Toflopo. It's
3: in
9: Toflopo. Toflopo. Okay. <laughs>
2: yes. <laughs> what is business. He well, wanting to laugh. But no, no, no. <laughs> you are
9: using no Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> Coming up in business, some um, oil marketing firms start reducing prices at pumps, even ahead of the middle of this month. Expected review And businesses and some interest groups highlight tax cuts and expenditure rationalization as major priority for the 2024 budget. The Business News on Newsnight is brought to you by MTN Business. Welcome to the new world of business. Kingdom Books and stationary syntax tanks and pepsident charcoal and herbow
3: imagine strutting into the most anticipated wedding of the year ah, only to see seven other girls wearing your exact same outfits ah! You are special
4: and one of a kind, and that's why whether it's voice, data or SMS, you get to enjoy personalized offers tailored to your specific needs with MTN Just For You. Dial star 141 hash or select your options on the My MTN app to redeem your unique
6: Just For You package on Ghana's best mobile network, MTN.
5: Cape Coast and now at the Marina Mall, Airport City, or call us 0302 764209, or 762792. Visit our website www.kingdomgh.com.
17: No matter your water needs,
5: Syntex has it all.
17: Syntex Tank was first to introduce double layer tank, and now you can have as many layers as you want. Syntex tank was first to introduce white inner layer tanks in Ghana and now introduces the customer specs order which will let you order any color and size you want. Syntex Tanks gives you the biggest warranty of 7 years which no other tank gives you. So whatever your water consumption, size of project or demand, choose Syntex tank. Syntex tank, stress-free, Syntex tank, reliable, Syntex tank, maximum guarantee. Call 0- Two four four three three five one six eight Kumasi 505 or visit
6: syntexgh.com. Syntex tank. A hey, strong a hey, tough. For over 10 years, Old Mutual has been touching lives
12: in Ghana. Whether you're a trader or a student, an entrepreneur or an employer or nearing your retirement. We have the right financial solutions tailored just for you. Contact Old Mutual on 30 70 600 or visit our website on oldmutual.com.gh to learn more. And let's realize your financial freedom together.
6: 10 years of greatness, here for a lifetime. Old Mutual, do great things every day. I'm afraid! Yeah! Mm. <laughs> hey, 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 You hey, 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 money. hey, 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 yeah, yeah. Pepsodent ever and a Pepsodent staple. I've been, yeah. You're gonna
15: nurture. Ha, 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 ha. are too. <laughs> <laughs> <FDHCNK2> the
6: luckiest. Luck is everywhere. For everyone.
2: Yeah. The luckiest keep buying your luckiest ticket with star 712 hash as an individual, a group, an association, or even a community, and stand a chance of winning in the community draw or the ultimate draw on 23rd of December. Be the luckiest on star 712 hash and win millions. Ticket sale starts on October 4th 2023, and draw date is on 23rd December 2023. Play responsibly, not for persons under 18 years. This promotion is regulated by the NLA on the Caritas platform. Win millions on star 712 one two hash teachers you could be the luckiest
9: welcome back to business on news night now some of the oil marketing firms have started reducing prices at the pumps even ahead of the second price surrender review which commences from the 16th of november 2023 so what has influenced this move by the oil firms details in this report
20: Star Oil from this Morning has been selling a litre of petrol at 11.69 pesos from its old price of 11.99 pesos. Diesel, on the other hand, is going for 12.69 pesos per litre from its old price of 12.99 pesos. According to Star Oil, the reduction has been influenced by a continuous reduction in the price of crude oil on the international market. The price of crude oil has dropped from $90 per barrel around to around $80 per barrel. But if this trend is sustained, then we are going to witness more reduction in price of petroleum products at the pumps by these oil marketing companies. There are also projections that price could be kept unchanged or go down further if the current war between Israel and Hamas does not spread to other countries in the Middle East. But another thing is that we should monitor carefully the performance of the Ghana city against the US dollar as that could also impact on price at the palms on the local markets. Star Oil, which recently moved into the bracket of top 4 oil marketing firms in the country, is known for leading markets with one of the lowest prices for petroleum products. <laughs> And that is a business DEX report.
9: Now, Bank of Ghana governor, Dr. Ernest Addison, has justified the planned introduction of the electronic city, insisting the time is right for the currency. Some have questioned the relevance of this electronic currency, looking at the various forms of electronic payment systems that the Bank of Ghana is currently pushing to help the public accept. But speaking at the program in Morocco, the governor noted that the current development
21: warrants its introduction. yeah had been in office for three years we had focused on the stabilizing the economy and we had been very successful in getting the economy where we wanted it to be, uh, both in terms of uh, the growth performance and very low inflation. And Ghana had a big digital agenda and it became very clear that we needed to also uh, look at the digitalization of the financial sector. So we, with our technology partners, you know, decided to uh, get involved and get to study a little bit more about you know, digitalizing the Ghana city. It's a currency, yes. and, and we want to have a digital version of a currency. What do we use currencies for? We use it to exchange as a medium of exchange. You want to use it as a store of value and all of the uh, other functions of money. So we got to sit down with our technology partners, and, and they came up with a tokenized version of, of the digital CD. This is what we have piloted. Bank of
9: Ghana Governor Dr. Ernest Addison remove some of the taxes levies and reduce other rates as well as rationalize expenditure those are the views and expectations of some businesses and interest groups the joy business has engaged ahead of the 2024 budget presentation there is more in this report
1: for some businesses that joy business has engaged they believe that the 2024 budget presents fine opportunity for government to do away with some of these taxes if it's really committed to stabilizing the economy and improving the environment for doing business. Some of these businesses have identified the COVID-19 levy as one of the taxes that should be taken off. Another development that has come up strongly is that government must cut down its expenditure in 2024 and not be caught up in election-related budget overruns. A finance and investment banking group, C Energy Ghana, in its budget expectation document, was worried how government was going to contain expenditure in the 2024 budget, especially in an election year. The firm also wants some clarity in terms of what government intends to do to help grow the economy, arguing that the IMF program the country has secured was just meant to stabilize the economy. Finance Minister Ken Ofuriata has, in the meantime, told Joy Business that he expects the budget to be read on November 15 to Parliament. However, one is not sure for now whether the date has been approved by the House. Some have argued that this budget will be heavily influenced by the IMF program in terms of the policy measures and how government can stabilize the economy. And that is the Business
9: Tech or Meanwhile, Joy Business is expected to hold its pre-budget forum that is Monday. And the program will be finding out from the various speakers on how we can maintain a tight fiscal policy to actually come up with more economic growth programs. It will be aired on both that is Joy FM and Joy News from 1pm to 3pm and also live on all our social media platforms. I expect uh, someone like Dr. Humphrey Daka he's the President of the Association of Ghana Industries to be one of the speakers and panelists, Professor Ejepoma she is an economist and senior lecturer at the University of Ghana Business School and there will be other uh, panels sharing their views and the expectation about the 2000 and 24 budgets. Accounting firm KPMG has expressed its commitment to engage and educate students at the secondary level to appreciate the profession and opportunities it presents. Officials of the firm disclosed this at the Career Day at St. Thomas Aquinas Senior High School Ahead of the International Accounting Day. Senior Manager at KPMG Patient Dukunu, tells Joy Business this should also encourage more students to pursue accounting roles.
18: We are actually visiting the senior high schools to make an impact with respect to the business profession. We realize that a lot of the students are concentrating on the science and the teachers have told us that the business students are dwindling in the senior high schools. So our message to them is to encourage them to take up the accounting profession. With the accounting profession, it's basically open and opens up avenues for various other professions that you can veer into in IT, engineering, internal auditing, tax profession as well. So with accountancy, they can veer to various fields and be the best
9: that they can and to help the economy of Ghana. Pesun Jukono is the senior manager at accounting firm KPMG. And that's all for business on Newsnight.
2: Ever visited a shop, picked a whole basket of provisions, toiletries and very essential things you need, battled a long queue to finally pay, only to be told? (laughs) can't Pay to a merchant's number the way that in the pin, eh? But with Vodafone Cash, there is no problem. Now, on Vodafone Cash, you can pay all merchants on all networks easy peasy and you're straight and you direct and you from your Vodafone Cash wallet to any merchant's number on other networks. So, whether you are buying provisions or fuel, medication or food, whatever the service or need, just pay conveniently from Vodafone Cash to any merchant's number. Simply dial star 110 hash to make payment to merchant. On other networks today. Vodafone. Ready? Let's go! We all go paint some Savannah. Everyone is dancing, everyone is singing, because everyone is we painting with savanna. Paint savanna paints from Azar are affordable enough for everybody to fulfill their paint
6: needs. Paint more, pay pain less. Savanna paints, we all go paint some. We
20: all go paint some Savannah. Paint song.
7: Hello. Hey,
3: girl, how did the photo shoot go? Hmm, I could barely smile due to bad stomach discomfort. Aww. The photographer was frustrated and even asked if the money was too small to smile. <laughs> I almost ruined my photo shoot, all, but Gastron saved the day. Wow. And I started smiling from ear to ear. <laughs> stomach discomfort
11: ruins your day. Don't let it. Take Gastron, your most effective antacid for the relief of symptoms of peptic ulcer, heartburn, gaseous discomfort flatulence and indigestion available in tablets and suspension gastrone is manufactured and distributed by Ernest Chemist limited this advertisement has been vetted and approved by the fda
2: the ministry of education in partnership with national entrepreneurship and innovation program present the most exciting science event of the year STEM-novation, where innovation meets science. The national contest of ideas for second-cycle schools has reached its pinnacle with the final showdown which features the top 24 schools happening on the 14th and 15th of November at the City Conference Center, University of Ghana. Join us from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. and witness 24 exceptional schools going head-to-head in an innovation contest to solve tomorrow's problems today. Don't miss this grand occasion filled with knowledge, curiosity, and groundbreaking ideas. There'll be exhibits of science projects from schools in Ghana. Come and take a look at the innovations of youth. Join us for STEM STEMnovation 2023 because there's always room for more knowledge. STEMnovation 2023. Solving tomorrow's problem today.
3: Ghana for tasty tom tomato mix, you su. Who caught your bar? Restauranter, if e Tasty tom. Me your your firm a journey near Koyupa.
7: Me you see tasty tom tomato mix? e yako cockama. Would the year
3: with a rich tomato flavor? no. Nan a tasting so dear. On point. Sa! Mechoba baha. Me fat tasty tom ka crabi yum kwine fruya. Na ye bebre! Me handwriting so and sisada into customers ba ne ba.
4: Mia chef. Tasty tom gives you value for money. I don't compromise on the quality of my food. Inti me pano. At, At
3: once. once! Use tasty tom enriched tomato mix. Let's add
0: FDA approved.
3: This is Newsnight here on Joy 99.7 FM. Let's take a few of your messages that you sent in. Louise in Memphis says, we are right here working in the flooded areas. The people are in dire crisis. Their livelihoods are gone. Their dwellings are completely destroyed, but no hope in sight. Nana Spintex Road says, please, were we not in this country when the politician told us a contingency fund was released for the building of the cathedral? Please, the water region needs the contingency fund for their survival. My brother's farm is completely submerged. A big financial loss to him and Patrick in across says, what we don't know how to do is to bring back the debt to life but we can always fix the economy. Profound statement. We sat down for 19 human means to die because of the closure of the renal dialysis unit of the Kolibu Teaching Hospital due to a 4 million CD debt. Major One in Kumasi says, inasmuch as I share the desperation and the pain Mr. Kujetua Blackway and his constituents are going through following the spillage of the Akosombo Dam the Honourable Member for Noftonshu exercise the greatest restraints as regards the settlement of the affected people. Some of your messages uh, that you've sent in via WhatsApp. Let's do sports. Musbao.
10: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, uh, let's talk about the uh, first national Accra, first national Banga crowd marathon, and it's just about three days to go until that much-anticipated start of the event. And we're glad to inform you, our cherished audience, that it will be broadcast live on Joy Prime from 6 a.m. this coming Saturday, 11 November. Now, Public Relations Officer of the Suman Kipfit Club, organizers of the event, is Robert Oraka. Medical screening is going
15: is ongoing at the Market Clifford Club, and we are expecting all athletes who run the 42.2 kilometer run to meet to meet at uh, Maritime University by 4 a.m. to go through the process of for starting the race. For all those who take part in the corporate run, we advise that you park your vehicles at the Dansmar Market Club grounds, and then you will be burst to the start point at the Bukum Emporium.
10: Robert there, So make a date uh, on 11 November on Saturday for that event. Well, let's head to Kumasi Santo Kotoko now. And uh, uh, head coach Prosper Nato Ogum has reviewed some players at the club don't, do not want to work for their support. Now, according to the GAFA, the experienced players in the team have become politicians, resulting to colleagues in the media to fight for positions. Mm. He's been speaking at a press conference held earlier today in Kumasi. So those
18: premier league players were, were brought in. First division players were brought in, division two players were brought in. It's all about the coach thinking that those players can help. So, if you are an an old player and you never worked with the coach or you have even worked with the coach, let me even say you never worked with the coach and you know who the coach is and what the coach represents. And the coach comes and you think that you are, you can be a politician within the club i tell them most of you are politicians i know but i don't i don't want to i don't want to mind you players stay in kotoko after one two years they turn into politicians they use the media to to fight for positions to play but me as a coach you will never get me because i'm so strong-minded that it's not what people say that i i follow if what you are saying is indeed the right thing then moral values will, will force me to what, to implement it but if what you are saying is the wrong thing, then that is, that, that, it will not force
10: me. At uh, Ogum, the head coach of Kumasiya Santokotoko, uh, you know, addressing the press and this follows a recent mm-hmm. decline form of the club and they're currently lying 11th on the league table and winless in four games. That's it for sports uh, MFA brought to you by Pepsilon Herbal and Chaco.
3: Enjoy the rest of the evening, Muzbal. Let's head to the Upper West region and courts there have been forced to adjourn the trial of indictable offences as jurors refuse to return to the court of the unpaid allowances that are in arrears for two years. Well,
11: this is the second time in three months jurors have stayed away from the courts in protest against delay paying their sitting allowances. Foreman of the jurors in the region, Abdu Hakim Suleimana, says they will not return to the court until the monies are paid. In July, somewhere in July, we came to the premises
17: of the court to register our displeasure for the court authorities not paying us our allowances from November 2021 up to date. So we are following up on the payment of the allowances to that effect. We are also reliably informed that the Greater Accra branch uh, of the jury members petitioned again, made their cry once again and at length they were paid. I don't know what is wrong with the system that the Upper West branch of the jury members have not been paid all this while. For almost two years, November 2021, up to date. It's a concern to us. We have once again come to register our displeasure.
3: Well, we can hear from the principal state attorney, Saeed Abdul-Shakol, says the situation is bad for justice delivery in the region.
8: All cases that we try on indictment. That's first-degree felony. Murder, rape, and uh, use of uh, offensive weapons. These are cases that we we have to try by a judge and a jury. Unfortunately, we cannot try because the the jurors are on strike. And all such cases are pending. We go to court just again. We have our witnesses ready. The accused person is in court. But we cannot go on the trial. There are many cases, it's very close to 50 cases. Zeroes because most of the complainants as people who are at the other side of the law, like people whose relatives have been killed. Most of these things has to do with rape and murder. That's the two uh, the cases that are so prominent. The police can prosecute armed robbery. Police can prosecute assault. They can prosecute. Minor, minor, second degree, and police can prosecute, but we really are the only persons the law allowed to prosecute these cases.
11: So he's taken a toll already on mm-hmm. justice delivery. There, well, his uneducated mother was married off to a stranger at the age of 13. That event, which happened many years ago, inspired him. To establish an after school program to equip girls in Zongo communities with skills so they will not become victims themselves. Now, that's the story of Joy News Impact Maker and founder of Achievers Ghana, Amadou Mohammed. Amadou's organization has so far trained more than 7,000 girls in Zongo communities in robotics, electronics, graphic designing, and more. He says the Joy News Impact Makers Award has projected his work in unimaginable ways. Max has the rest of the story. It is just a few
17: minutes past midday, and I find myself in a one-story building nestled in the heart of Mamubi. This unassuming space serves as a classroom, the center of knowledge for Achievers Ghana. A group of dedicated volunteers from various tertiary institutions are leading the class, inspired by the teachings of Amadou Mohammed. I've met the man behind Achieve's Ghana, Amadou Mohamed. My mother has never been to school. She's a kayayu, go ahead, and then she has seven children. And I'm the only one that she sent to school. She's a victim of early and forced marriage. Yeah, she's a victim. She was married at the age of 13. And then in that situation, it's like, she doesn't even know my father. And she doesn't even know that she's even getting married at this particular day. All that she knows is that she was asked that there's marriage going on and in the evening she's going to be taken towards a husband. She doesn't know my father. Yeah. Aziz Ali Al Hassan benefited from Achievers Ghana. Now he is a level 100 B.S. information technology student at the University of Cape Coast. School is on vacation and is here teaching the children basic robotics and electronics.
15: Um, where we find ourselves, we don't have like role models who maybe, maybe we can say, oh maybe this person came from here so at least I can also get there. And even most of the people who even make it from the communities, they, they end up like leaving the community so no one, like the kids coming up, they don't see, oh, so this person really grew up from here and this is where the person has gotten so at least I can also do some It's a way of like um, encouraging them that, oh, where you are now is, it's just a temporal like situation. and. Uh, with hard work and determination
7: you can get away from
17: it. Yeah. Sakira Mohammed joined Achievers Ghana when she was in junior high school. Now she's a level 100 student at Accra Institute of Technology. After many IT classes at Achievers Ghana, she decided to study an information technology related course. She's one of the volunteers teaching the students here a free course in graphic designing.
7: It changed my life in a lot of ways because when I started Achievers Ghana, well, I couldn't, I don't know, I don't even know how to use the computer or something. Yeah, but now I can do graphic design, web design. So Achievers Ghana inspired me to go to AIT, to study business administration and IT.
3: So we wrap up today's edition of News Night here on Joy 99.7 FM in Accra and Kumasi on Love 99.5 FM in affiliates across Ghana's 16 regions. Strong and Sassy is up next. We're bringing you a playback in the man's world. How does a woman rise? You want to stay for it. I am MFA Apau. And
11: hey, my name is Sebat Enjoy the rest of your evening.